Hello, this is Mike Smith, and this is the Tea in the Porch Show. Today is 6-11-19. I'm, um, I'm going to talk about... Today I want to talk about stories. These huge stories that we carry in our heads. These stories of... Of, of what we want to happen. And these stories are plans. And plans, they come from thoughts. So, as you're listening to this, um, perhaps you have a story. A story of something. The way something should be. It could be anything. Um, the story could be simply that, okay, you, you want to buy a house in a certain place and have a partner there and live a certain way. And you want to work hard to get that. And that house will bring you happiness. And so you're, that's your story, is to make that happen. Now, the thing that's interesting about stories is we don't really have control over any thoughts that take place. We think we do, but we really don't. There was a, um, a test they did recently where they hooked someone up to an EKG machine and they put them in front of a, uh, a, a TV screen, a computer, and they had a way of measuring their response to photos. So what they did was they had them look at a pictures, different pictures were set up in this uh, machine. So one picture would be a, a beach and the next one would be a, a dead puppy. And the next one would be a, a beautiful oak tree and the next one would be a, a dead kitten. Back and forth from beautiful to horrifying. And then they measured the they wanted to measure the effects of these individuals. What they found happening was, is as they recorded this, they found that the individuals, their stress level was bouncing off the scale. The uh, electrogram monitor, I think it was called, was moving back and forth. The needle on it was moving back and forth in stressful levels six seconds before the photo actually showed up. So there's something in them that was able to actually predict what photos were going to be appearing. And then later on, the mind would then say, oh, this is what I saw. So that's just one of many examples that life just moves and then the brain and mind will categorize it and label it and then put an eye figure in, like saying a mic actually did it. And in reality, there was no, never a separate eye controlling anything. If everything is just one presence of energy, then how can anything be controlled? How do you control one giant soup of energy? How do you control the ocean and its tides? You can measure the ocean and its tides and you can sort of predict what will happen next, but that changes also.
So we have these stories in our head of, of the way things should be. Uh, perhaps you have a relationship and you think, oh, okay, this is the way this relationship's going to go. I date this person and for a while I then meet her parents and then we talk about getting more serious and then, uh, I don't know, we move in and then we get married and we live happily. Well, that story can go a thousand different ways as we all know. You can meet your parents and they hate you. Um, uh, you can move in and that doesn't work out and you don't get married. Or you go through all three, you finally do get married and you're, you're miserable because you got everything you wanted and then yet you're not seeing the, the beauty and the presence that's there. So do we give up stories? I think we allow the stories to take place. The story is what is happening. There's the story. It's, it's what's appearing on the screen right now. Can we manipulate or change that story to get to a place of happiness? Well, if you're already in a place of happiness now as presence and you can feel the knowingness that's appearing in everything, the presence and the space that's appearing in everything, then the story can be just as it is and you can be okay with what's there. Whatever the story is, this big giant story that we were given as children or perhaps the television or media or social media has thrown onto us, it does, does nothing but cause pain. That story causes stress. All of those are stressful stories of how things should be. And they never turn out the way they should be. How many times has that happened? The other thing is if you're lost in story and you're waiting for something to finally take place, you're missing what's in front of you. So, for instance, I'm right now driving on Route 83 up to York to visit a friend. And a while ago, I was playing guitar and I was saying, I can't wait to get in my car to go drive north. And now I'm in my car driving north and my mind is going, I can't wait to get there. It's, um, it's absolutely fascinating we desire one thing then we get to that point and then while we're in that point in the present moment which is a present to us we then want something else so um what do we do about this how do we change this way of thinking you can't change your thoughts but what you can do is you can be this place seeing of seeing presence and in this place of seeing presence you can very easily um, live in in what is happening much more easily you can enjoy it more you can enjoy what is happening then so you can enjoy the drive right now that's taking place and see the beauty of the the wind, how it moves individual leaves on trees and enjoy those things. And you can then see the present awareness appearing as the trees and the sky and the cars in front of you. By doing that, you then live in, in that place. It's, uh, it becomes beautiful.
the other option is you then live in one place always wanting to get to the next place always 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 a, a friend of mine talked about how um, he knows a real estate agent who is super super frustrated because she is a gentleman who has worked his whole life trying to get um, money saved up for the perfect dream home down in Myrtle Beach and this guy has worked so hard that he is now being super super picky on what his dream home is going to be so he's put all his eggs in that basket thinking the dream home will give him his satisfaction when in truth that story is not going to absolutely satisfy him there's so many different variables that can take place uh, he could get into the dream home and find out that there's a nasty dog that barks at four in the morning and it's not even his neighbor it's like the other block over but it's so loud it just happens to bounce off the buildings and hit his at the perfect angle to make it sound like it's coming through his window uh, or he could get in there and find out that you know it's not as nice as he thought there's perhaps um, green head flies that come in and just bite the heck out of you from the south winds or or maybe something else um, there will always be something as you're looking for objective consciousness and purposeness to make you happy there's always going to be something now if you go into presence as the story go into the canvas as all things appearing upon the canvas are canvas too if you go into that then you can see that the um, the way things ought to be doesn't exist that things are always happening that everything that's taking place this is presence this is your center so your center is everything very much like a being the vinyl and then all the grooves are just grooves and no matter what plays on them they're still grooves they're still vinyl and your happiness is not going to depend upon what they sound like rather than the fact that it's just happening and it's working and it's projecting and you hear the the space within the notes each node hollow space within it so it doesn't matter what is played this type of seeing and knowing takes a little bit of practice uh, even though they tell you oh no you don't need to practice that's that's bullshit you do you once you sense this even for just a second then you go grab it and you try to find it and play with it all the time and listen to speakers talk about this perhaps Eckhart Tolle who happens to be a very funny man I I, I enjoy his his talks his humor is, is beautiful his personality is beautiful and he speaks of silence and space appearing as everything a lot and he speaks from a place where there's a you and there's space and then there's just space and then there's you again so you can put it all together so his stuff is good um, Rupert Spira is, is wonderful also Rupert R-U-P-E-R-T and his last name is Spira S-P-I-R-A so he's a beautiful way of seeing presence as everything so practice listen to these gentlemen speak and open up to this and then see it all through life and when you do that you realize that stories are not you and stories just happen but they almost sit upon the top of the water 
and they act like writing upon water. They never touch you. But they're there to entertain and play. And you can watch them, but you can't manipulate them. You can't touch them or move them. You think you can, but you really can't. The stories are going to do what they're going to do. If everybody's story worked out perfectly and we had absolute control, you would have no one in prison. You would have no one with, with depression, sadness, um, and disease. You wouldn't have that. Do you think the guys who are sitting on death row said, yeah, this is, this is what I planned to do? No. Just things happen, happen, happen. Next thing you know, that's where they are. Um, in a deep, deep truth, they sit in the same exact place that Buddha, Christ, and Hitler all sat. The same energy is all there, appearing as all of these things. Do they see that? Probably not. Who knows? Solitary confinement, some of them may see it. So, I just wanted to talk a little bit about stories today and take a look at your stories in your life. How much hope are you putting into these stories working out a certain way? Give up the hope. And what you'll find is the story will actually play beautifully well without you helping it. Uh, let go of the hope and let go into what is here because it's full. I'll do this again soon. Enjoy your day. Thank you.